Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. A recent meeting at the White House with representatives from the big tech companies has resulted in a deal, air quotes, for them to put more, more air quotes, guardrails around an artificial intelligence. Ken hasn't had a good rant in a long time, and I'm about to have one, so this is a rant warning. I'm about to rant. I'm sorry, I don't believe these people, and I'll tell you why. We're in a country that does not have any laws that protect the individual, our privacy rights, our safety, any of that stuff when it comes to data. What makes me believe that these folks go to the White House and say, oh, we're going to voluntarily, you know, put up guardrails because we're going to, you know, make sure nothing bad happens. I don't believe you, big tech, not for a moment. Because if you did care, let's start with our personal privacy and how you slice, dice, manipulate, and otherwise commandeer our personal information. Most of the time, without our approval or our knowledge. So forgive me if I'm not convinced. And while I'm on that subject, and this is even before I get into the meat of the matter, when they talk about testing AI, they didn't tell you about the other side, the nasty side where real people got really hurt. This is how this works. They will tell you in very nebulous terms, we tested our AI systems and by forcing it or trying to get it to do bad things. Here's what they didn't tell you about that. And this was a recent Wall Street Journal article. Blew my mind. Let me share it with you. They used human curators in Kenya as they tried to force the system to generate nasty, evil, unspeakable stuff. It was their job to catch it, their job to review it, and their job to correct it. These people were subjected to some of the most vile, low-life, ugly stuff as they debugged the AI for the rest of us, to sanitize it for the rest of us. It was so bad, it impacted most of the people who worked as a human curators, actually have mental problems because of all the filth they had to deal with in order to straighten these out. That's what they didn't tell you because it didn't happen in the United States and they didn't pay them that much. If they had such a low regard for the human curators, and because this is strictly voluntary, and they made that point, there is no teeth whatsoever. And, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put up safeguards, and we'll do this, and we'll, no, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I don't believe you. I don't. If you had so much concern, let's start with our individual rights. Let's start with all the data you're collecting on us. Let's start by giving us a way to opt out of all of that. Or if you're going to let us opt in, why don't you pay us for the data you're taking from us with and without our permission? Most of the time without it. Nobody's going to read all that fine print. Who's got time? And every single different app has miles of fine print. Who's got time to read it all? We talked about a story just in the automakers. And some of the stuff the automakers were doing scared the stuffing out of me because of what they already knew about some of their customers, even down to sexual preferences. And I'm like, I don't even know how you got that information. 
So forgive me if Amazon, Anthropic, Google, Inflection, Meta Platforms, Microsoft, and OpenAI tell the White House, oh yeah, we're going to do some stuff. We're going to, yeah, trust us. We got this. We're going to be safe. No, these are the people that are the very villains of what's going on. Let me read this. Those platforms I just named are making voluntary commitments that also include testing the AI system security and capabilities before the public release, investing in the research and the technology's risks to society, facilitating its external audits of vulnerabilities in the systems. If they do that, there is somebody in the world that's going to have to human curate the filth side of what falls out. And it's going to mess them up. And my question to them is, if you are that concerned, be concerned for the human curators as well. Because nobody deserves to be exposed to that. And on this has been in the, in the last few weeks, and they said most companies issued statements that they would work with the White House while also emphasizing, and I got this highlighted, that the guardrails were voluntary. Voluntary. There aren't enforcement mechanisms for the commitments outlined on Friday, and they largely reflect the safety practices already implemented or promised or promised by the AI companies involved. If nobody's holding them accountable, then it's their word versus whoever that they're even doing it. How do we know? We don't. What are the protections? We don't. How do we know that they will not use it for profit over good and safety? We don't. The White House talked about how AI poses risks and opportunities and says, we'll see more technology change in the next 10 years or even the next few years than we've seen in the last 50. And this is a serious responsibility. We have to get it right. We have 535 people it's called the United States Congress. And they owe the American people protections to hold these companies accountable. And this ain't political. Doesn't matter what side you're on. If you're a human being, you need to be protected. Your children need to be protected. And you need to have a say on how your information, your personal life, during your pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness which is protected under the Constitution, by the way. You have a right to have a say on how your personal data is manipulated. I don't trust these people, not for one second. I know there's some companies that have tried to erect some sort of barriers so that AI can't scrape their information in their large language models. I don't even know how they block that. I don't even know how AI goes out in these models and processes that information. And we're taking their word for it that it's autonomous, you know, that it is uh, anonymized, that they've stripped out all the personal stuff to teach these systems how to work. But again, who's doing the audit? Who's taking a look? Who is verifying third party that is reputable that says, yes, they are in compliance of these rules that they agreed to? And besides, even if the company agrees, that doesn't necessarily mean that that word gets all the way down to the people on the floor doing the work in whatever country they choose to have do the work. Don't know. So if I sound a bit pessimistic and a bit cynical at this, I am. 
But you know, because this is nothing new on this show. I've talked about personal protections and personal security on this show. So when I hear stuff like this and I read stuff like this, yeah, I'm not convinced at all. Because if you're not holding them legally accountable with an enforcement mechanism so that we know what's going on, it ain't going to happen. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again right here next week. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.